Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus The Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Remember to rate, review, and always, always share. Now let's get on with the show. <gasps> January's almost over. It is. My birthday month's almost gone. <laughs> you still celebrating your birthday? <laughs> yeah. Get over it. It's been three weeks. Don't. I'm nearly <laughs> 30, guys. <laughs> my last year, my 20s. Well, enjoy it while you can, because this is what it looks like after 30. <laughs> Gold. Sorry, I don't want to depress you. Kill myself now. I like that. <laughs> um, but how's your January been in general? It's been all right. I, fa- I failed dry January. So Me I too. changed it to, like, giving up beer. But I'm allowed gin. Do you drink beer anyway? I love beer. Oh, okay. Because beer's the worst, right? For, <laughs> I mean, heroin's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'd find heroin is the worst. But <laughs> in terms of alcohol... I think like, white wine is the worst. Oh, I don't drink white or wine. Or dark spirits fine. in terms of like weight oh, and I calories. Love... What's wrong with dark spirits? Huh? Well, <laughs> I'm not being spirit racist, but apparently the lighter you are with spirits, the healthier it is for you. Oh, okay. So oh, the whiskey's at the worst end of like, A, in terms of hangovers and in terms of like healthiness. Oh. And then on the healthier side, they always say, if you go for your gin, your vodka. So gin's the health, they should put it on the label. The healthy way to get drunk. <laughs> yeah, you can still end up a complete sobbing mess, but thin sobbing mess. <laughs> <laughs> I lasted two weeks, but then mine... Breaking Dry Jam was scheduled because it was my friend's 40th. So then I was going to complete it, but then I didn't do that either. I lasted another week and then was just like, what's the point anymore? It's hard, right? Social pressures. No one was even putting pressure on me. I just just literally couldn't be bothered anymore. And we know you failed, you already failed your pawn I did. And did you try and pick that up again? No, that's, I'm head first into it. Okay, TMI. (laughs) (laughs) Well, should we jump into our first letter? Yes, I love your letters, guys. And Um, ladies. Well, the the celeb one's first, obviously. Um, And the first one is from the Queen of Pop. No, it's not Lisa Scott Lee. It's (laughs) Madonna. (laughs) Oh, wow, is she? You're injured, right? She's not great. Um, She goes into it. Um, (laughs) I don't know if to do an American accent or a British accent. Madonna kind of rides that wave. But I'll try and do something in between. Dear Ed and Charlie, I can't believe how angry all the gays are at me for cancelling my tour on Monday at the last minute. Uh, hello? They probably wouldn't even be legally allowed to be gay if it wasn't for me. They're so ungrateful. I told them all it was my injuries, but in truth, the real reason I cancelled is I've been binge-watching The Goop Lab on Netflix, as I like to troll Gwyneth Paltrow with... And that show provides me with plenty of new material, girl. So I just want to know, have you guys ever lied to get out of something? And do you feel bad when you have to cancel? Yours, unapologetically, Madonna. I think I sounded like Madonna. She did. (laughs) Well, I have been, like, following her for years. You need more yelps Not physically. (laughs) You need more yelps of pain. Well, as she just revealed, she made that up. (laughs) So this is very close to my heart, because I'm meant to see Madonna tomorrow. Oh, you finally got tickets? I got tickets, um, but... Did Lewis pay for them? No, I didn't buy tickets. I did what I was hoping would happen, which is I'd get a free ticket. But From what? Press? Yeah, but I found out that I'm getting it in the midst of her cancelling all her shows. So I haven't, like, allowed myself any time to get excited because I didn't really know if she was going to make it. So far she's cancelled the first one. She cancelled Monday at the London Palladium. I think she cancelled it late on Sunday night. I don't think she was ever meant to have a show yesterday. Uh, Today, sorry. And then tomorrow is the show 
that I think she is going to be doing. She just tweeted two hours ago, um, finally made it in London with a picture of her on stage. So if she cancels again, that's like massively yeah. teasing everyone. Yeah. But um, She's going to have yeah. time to write letters though, it seems. <laughs> I know. <laughs> in between watching the Goop Lab. Have you watched that, by the way? I've not. Is that about the candle that smells like a vagina? I haven't watched it either, but yeah, it just seems to be, from what I read from all these stories, it just seems to be Gwyneth Paltrow finding you new and unique ways to talk about a vagina in every single episode. Good luck to her. Yeah, candles. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, she seems obsessed with it. <laughs> but Madonna's question, have we ever lied to get out of something? Oh my God, like every day. <laughs> so what's your like go-to lie? Go to lie. Um, if you ever try to use it with the podcast, I will know what it is. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, which one can I leave? Go to lie. Uh, usually, it have to be something family related because they're not on Instagram. Because I'm always paranoid that if I say, "Oh, I've got to do something with a friend," that someone will go on their Instagram to find out. <laughs> you never do because Instagram's a little like. You get a bit Colleen uh, Rooney on it, don't you? A bit Wagatha. You get a bit of Rebecca Vardy. <laughs> she just had that child and like no one cared. I thought when that child came, it was going to be like a national holiday after everything that we've been through. <laughs> it's like people have really moved on from that story. It's like, crazy. Do Colleen and Rebecca on UK Snatch Game. I know, but the world has moved on. I haven't, but the world has. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember when I was in college and I used to use like grandparents dying as an excuse to get out of things. And then like halfway through the year, they were like, how many grandparents did you have? Because we're into like <laughs> double digits now. Very yeah. blended family. <laughs> second remove grandparents. I once, when I was working in IT, <laughs> in this glory, in that glorious year, um, <laughs> I took a um, a risk log home. Do you know what a risk log is? So like for no. an IT project, you have risks, and they can get the like amb- red, amber, green. It's like green is like yeah, it's yeah. fine, amber, and then red it escalates to an issue. <laughs> It's exciting stuff, guys. Issues and issues. So basically, I took and I it was my job to update this risk risk log, and I took it home. It's this like enormous and enormous spreadsheet, and I thought I deleted it, and it was like a three year long. As in, like I've accumulated three years worth of data, <laughs> and I genuinely thought I deleted it. I got so drunk. This was a Friday afternoon. I was working at home, and I called my boss saying, "Look, I'm sorry, I can't deliver the list risk log. This afternoon, my uncle's just died." <laughs> That's so why she was like, fine, don't worry about it. Send it to me on Monday. And do you have an uncle? I do. Who's alive? <laughs> yes. Because my rule is always, if you're going to lie about a relative dying, choose either one who has already died or a made-up relative. Because then if your actual relative suddenly dies, you're going to be worried that you caused a pox. Is that the right word? Caused <laughs> a pox. Curse. Curse. <laughs> what is a pox? Like a chicken pox? Or how? <laughs> All right, medieval memory. I'm very old. So you chose an existing relative to die. I did yeah. choose an existing relative, but I chose a really old one. That's even worse. And then, so when she came in, she and then basically, and then over the weekend, I realised I hadn't deleted it, so it was all fine. I can calm down. Totally forgot. Went on the Monday, and my boss came up to me and went, "How's your uncle?" And I just completely, I'm just like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "Your uncle." It's like, what are you talking about? You shouldn't say, how's your uncle? You're like, I told you he's dead. <laughs> yeah. She's <laughs> like, I'm all right. Yeah. And I totally forgot. And that was a, a, a near slip up. You should have said, sorry, I'm still in I'm shock. Not... I feel like he's still alive. <laughs> I've never panicked. That is the most panic I've ever been in my entire career. <laughs> I ran to the fridge and like just started down alcohol. I was so panicked. 
it's like three years worth of work that spreadsheet and I thought I deleted it that is the right person to be working in risk assessment <laughs> <laughs> to do, delete something and then runs to thought, down as much alcohol as possible and, oh, you, and, yeah, and you don't even work in it a year that you've managed to lose three years of work yeah, well, no, because like, the project's been going for years, yeah, and that's right. been passed on to me. Amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sure it was backed up anyway. Um, I'm just really proud you told that whole story, and I didn't laugh at the word log once. <laughs> Until just now. Um, my, I really shouldn't say this, because my friends listen to this, and they're going to know this. But whenever I... I don't do this very often, but usually I find this is a good excuse to get out of things, which is, my friend is very upset. I have to go oh. to her. Or him. I mean, it's usually a her because I want it to be believable. So yeah, like my friend's upset. I have to go see them because it's like it's not too serious that it invites too much follow up, or it's not too serious that you create a pox on someone. But it's serious enough that you like can get out without looking like a douche. Is douche no. a swear word? No, no. Oh no, it's a French word. Um, <laughs> so, but the the thing that I thought of when it came to being caught out for cancelling was when I was on a date um, with someone and quite quick into the day, I realised that it was a bad idea. This was a long time ago when I was at uni because um, he'd kind of revealed too much too soon as in information about himself, not his actual genitalia. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. So I was like, oh, I need to go. My friend's upset. And I left. I don't know if I told the story in the podcast before, um, but I left and then I went to the gay bar in town but because I lived in Sheffield there was only one gay bar so obviously I bumped into him and then it was so embarrassing we were both drunk and he was upset that um, I ended up kind of kissing him out of pity and now you're married <laughs> and we're still together <laughs> no it was just a one off thing and it was a huge mistake mainly I mean amongst many things he also had I'm sure he'd love to hear that. The it's le- a huge mistake. He had what I consider to be the least sexy name in the world, which I'm also not going to say what it is because oh. a friend of mine has this name. But you can guess. What would your guess be for that? The least sexy name. Graham? No, I could deal with a Graham. I could, yeah. Golden Keith? Graham. Keith was the one I thought it's between two, but it's not Keith. So it's the other um, one. But I don't not- want you to guess it right anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that was my... Do you like, do you like being cancelled on now? I feel like getting older, I love being cancelled on. If a friend cancels me, <laughs> do you just love it or not? It depends who it, it depends what mood I'm in. Sometimes I'm very much a believer. I don't like cancelling. And I will kind of, if I've made a commitment, drag myself out of the house unless... I'll never cancel just because I don't feel like something. Yeah. It has to be a good reason. But if I don't feel like it and the other person cancels, I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was fate. And also, I feel like... I almost keep a log. Don't give it to Charlie, he'll delete it. But a log in my head of like, oh, that person's cancelled me once, so I've got one for them in the future. Oh, really? Because I, I will have a go at a friend if they've cancelled on me like multiple times in a row. But like, mm. if you do one, I'm like, okay, you've had one. Maybe in the future, if I'm not feeling it, I'll cancel on you. But when it becomes a consecutive thing, yeah. I'm like, hold up a second. Oh. What is this? That <laughs> 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 intervention. Absolutely. Oh no, I'm very unforgiving. One cancel, you're done. Really? On are, the day. are we talking dating? No, I'm talking friends. If you cancel, but you just me said on you cancel on people. Well, like, oh, on the day. Yeah, on, on the, the day. day. Like I'm a few s- hours before. It's. I'm so unforgiving. But what if their uncle died? I don't. It's okay. Should have died. Uh, that uh, sounds like a you problem. problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not hearing yeah. a lot of me. Um, <laughs> they're going to have to bring out the big guns. Uncle yeah. died. 
I, I do hate when people have rubbish reasons. I'm, I prefer to be lied to. If you're just like, oh, I'm just feeling a bit tired. I'm like, tell me you're sick. Just say yeah. you've got the coronavirus or something. Don't like tell me, yeah. like, oh, I'm just a bit weary. Pathetic. And always Pathetic! Go, always go for the runs. No one ever questions that. If you uh. say you've got the runs. <laughs> that's, everyone just goes, okay, we'll let you. That <laughs> is the closest that men have to the period. Because yeah. women always get that. Like they yeah. can get out if it's a male boss. Menstrual problems, off you go. Whereas men don't have a lot to say, but usually, dicky tummy, people won't question yeah. it too much. I don't want to smell And that. usually I do, so I'm not even lying. Like, <laughs> any given moment. Um, so we've gone from Madonna to one of Madonna's rivals. <gasps> who do you think I'm talking about? Uh, who did she used to hate? Janet. Could be anyone. Oh, no, Janet. Janet's she did. dead. She's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> She's not alive, though. She's somewhere in between, bless her. Um, Mariah? No. Um, no, Britney's a More friend. recent. Britney's Gaga. Son. Yes! Yeah. She's Are they not friends it. anymore? Are they made They've up? They've made up. So they made up the night of... Well, publicly, they made up the night of the Oscars last oh, year when yeah. Gaga won. That's when they posed for a picture, but I think they had made up privately before yeah. then. Doesn't Madonna have a famous Oscar party? Yeah, she does. I d- was it at the party? I think it might have been at that party. Gaga went to it just to show off, like, I got an Oscar bit. <laughs> <laughs> but let me try and do a Lady Gaga impression. Oh, God. Dear Ed and Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling blue. My new song, Stupid Love, leaked online last week. I don't mean to be self-pitying, but why does this always happen to me? Well, she's like a mafia boss. She <laughs> <laughs> is, my wives. My music career has had more leaks than a Welsh soup. I know you guys are fans, but you didn't listen to the leak, did you? I take it as a personal insult if you did. There can be 100 people in a room, and all it takes is one to leak your music, and you're screwed. Yours nervously, Lady Gaga. Oh God, I should have practiced that impression. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I should have pre-warned you to... Have you listened to the song? I have listened to it. Ah, I can't wait. What did you think? I'm not blown away. I'm not either. I it do like it, It feels like a gay disco song, which obviously I should love, but it feels like, no, she's better than that, no? Well, I heard, I don't know if this is true, that it was originally recorded in the Born This Way era, and she's, like, remixed it now. It does sound... Did you ever listen to her song, um, The Greatest, with Cher? I don't think I heard that. She, Didn't she write that for Cher? No, I said Cher did a sh- duet. Yeah. Called the Great. Well, she wrote, but they recorded it, but like a demo version. That's what it's called. It wasn't like. Yeah. It was like a demo, and they never like did anything with it. Oh yeah. But you I can find the, the demo online. It sounds obviously pretty crappy because it's demo, but it sounds that kind of era. So I could believe that story. Just saying. <laughs> well, everyone was saying they got born this way vibes. I thought it sounded more art pop, but um, yeah, it's high energy dance fun. It doesn't scream lead single to me. But then she yeah. hasn't actually said it's a lead single. Everyone's just assuming this leak is. And the production still feels like demo-ish. It doesn't feel like it's finished song, no? It definitely doesn't feel finished, mm. but it also feels like close to being finished. Yeah. Um, and apparently there was an Instagram post she did last year at Halloween where there was a pumpkin in the background and it said stupid love on. So that kind of suggests that she was like foreshadowing this as a release oh, look at her but it could have been that it was just meant to be on the album it might not be a lead single doesn't I'd be disappointed if it was a lead single wouldn't you I'd be disappointed because I think even though it's fun it's lacking in substance it's not a banger it's not like she's back I feel like she if she released that it would be giving people what they've technically been asking for though which is we want old Gaga the fame 
poppy, almost yeah. fluffy, less serious, less... If she comes back with a big single, is it a comeback in your eyes? Or does she never go away? Well, this is like retro Britney, where every time Britney released an album, it was a comeback. It's like Britney, to, in my view, to have a comeback, you need a full flop era to come back from. Like Katy Perry? Witness? Like Katy Perry, yeah. yeah. If she'd had a big hit now, I'd consider it a yeah. comeback. Uh, she almost kind of had it with Never Really Over, but we all know how I feel about that. But because Gaga's coming off the back of such a successful film and soundtrack, I don't yeah. really consider it... I suppose I consider it a solo career comeback. But to me, Art Pop wasn't a flop. But what, you're missing out Joanne? Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> well, clearly it is then. <laughs> no, to me, Joanne wasn't a flop either because... It... I was disappointed with Joanne. I think everyone was disappointed that it wasn't Pop Gaga, but it kind of... She had a big hit off it, which was Million Reasons. And the Super Bowl era um, performance happened in that era. So I think that kind yeah. of, like, rescued it. I, feel, I still feel like Million Reasons isn't, like, a classic... I think to Gaga fans it is, but I think to other people... Yeah. I still think it's not... Unlike Shallow, which is now, like, a huge signature song for her. Yeah. I feel like people... Yeah. I feel like between... After... Between Born This Way and Shallow... Mm-hmm. So that, that's Art Pop and Joanne. There hasn't been a huge single, has there? No, the biggest is probably Applause, but weirdly I didn't like Applause when it came out, but I've really grown to love it yeah. since. Um, Which so is maybe... weird, she started off bringing out single after single, but maybe the, do you know what I mean? All her... What, hit, hit, hit? Yeah, about yeah. a man, but it was all like big singles, and then it kind of met. A bit like Beyonce, she stopped kind of doing singles. Yeah, I think it was kind of the streaming era put a lot of these artists off that and made them focus on the album because that's where kind of the money was yeah um and also the older they get the less they think they want to chase trends and gaga yeah. especially view and beyonce view themselves as such artists i think they think it's below them to like work with the current hit maker and kind yeah. of like i mean i say this as a madonna super fan but the way that madonna now is viewed as doing working with yeah. who's hot and people view it as desperate and i think they definitely don't want to do that but um yeah, hopefully next time we record, Stupid Love will be out and we can dissect it fully. Do you want Gaga to back to pop, pop divadom? I kind of want Gaga to do like full on, like rock ballad, piano um, power ballad. The Edge of Glory. Yeah, but even more rock. I feel like she's got like songs like Bohemian Rhapsody now, where she can be really weird, be really oh, epic, okay, grand, yeah. meatloaf. And I think those songs could still have high energy dance numbers or remixes yeah. so that everyone was happy but I feel like I like Gaga when she's just big and like David Bowie and just shocking yeah. I, so as much as I love Joanna's an album I didn't like the low key nature of everything that's not how I see her yeah so I mean if there's one thing I've learnt from Gaga it's you whatever you expect her to do she'll do something different so she's probably going to bring out some god knows what country album well I suppose she did that with Joanne or some hip hop album but I'm sure whatever it is, we will love it. Yeah, I'm still I'm still interested by her. And speaking of incredible music, <laughs> it's time for Hum Ting Wong, Hum Ting Wong, Charlie, can you guess the song? So now you are armed with the fact that we've already referenced songs in the episode. Oh, okay. so it should be a lot easier. For it you. should be oh. easier. You got unless you do like a Madonna deep dive and be like, oh, this was a B side of the 1997. <laughs> <laughs> Deep Have you seen quickly um, Strike a Pose documentary? Yeah, I just watched that last week. I actually I think I only watched the first half of it. Um, it was good, but I think you've watched the original um, In Bed with Madonna, haven't you? Truth no, or Dare. I've never seen Truth oh, or Dare. See, that is mm. the one. 
Oh, yeah, that's the one. Tape. That's the tape. Also, I, should, I know I was going to mention it in the next episode. I'll save that. Oh, teaser. It's not exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, here we go. Right, the Three, song, the song. two, one. So I thought it was born this way. But then I got confused and got this applause. <laughs> oh, my laugh now sounds like my humming. But then by the end, it went back to Born This Way. So I'm gonna... It's between Born This Way and applause. I'm gonna go for... I feel like I'm on like the chase thing. I'm gonna go... You will be sent home if you don't get it right. <laughs> the weakest link. Uh, born This Way. Wrong! Oh, is Express Yourself. Oh! It's not really. (laughs) What I did, you guessed very well, because what I did was, I did Bond This Way, then went to Express Yourself, (laughs) then went back to Bond This Way to prove that those songs are interchangeable, but I didn't prove it because you knew Bond This Way was at the beginning and end, (laughs) and thought it stopped for a while (laughs) in the middle. (laughs) I thought humming the tune of them would be identical, because that's what everyone says, that they're the same. Although I never thought thought they were identical and that she ripped it off. I thought Madonna that. There was a similarity, but I don't think... I mean, considering how many times Gaga has actually copied Madonna, I didn't think that was one of the biggest ones, but I think I'm in the minority there. Have we talked about your top Madonna songs? My top Madonna songs of all time? Yeah, we mentioned that in the podcast. What, do you want a top three, top five, top 200? Because I can do that. (laughs) Started at number 99. Well, my favourite song of all time, not just Madonna, is Like a Prayer, so that's what I want played at my funeral when everyone's sobbing, etc. Can't wait for that. When, is and that then, your fake funeral when someone pretends... When I jump out halfway through and do a full lip-sync performance <laughs> in full geesh. To get someone to get off work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Charlie's uncle's death all over again. <laughs> and then I'd say, it's so hard, like on different days I would choose different songs. The Power of Goodbye is up there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably I'm in a Power of Goodbye mood at the moment, so like wistful and ethereal. So that's one of my all-time favourites. And then I would probably go with Vogue, which is kind of like an obvious choice, but I don't know. Those songs to me are very timeless, like A Prayer and Vogue. I think in 30 years' time, they'll still... Oh, yeah. Vogue never sounds dated on the radio. Like, I love a song like, obviously, Like a Virgin on Material Girl, but when you listen to them, they sound very 80s. Yeah. Whereas Like a Prayer and Vogue just have this quality that just makes them... Yeah, completely timeless, and I love. What's your favourite? Let me guess. I'm usually good at guessing people's. Don't tell me. That's... I know, I do like that one, though. I do <laughs> I like that one. It. I've said all time, prob- it's probably Vogue. Yeah. Can you do the yeah. full dance routine? No, but I think I can do the whole... I can do the full... I once won a um, lip... The only time I did a lip sync for your life was at a 90s brunch. Have you heard about a 90s brunch? In, no. Like Shoreditch. I went and um, it wasn't pre-prepared or anything, but they had a lip sync battle on the day. And I entered and did my full Vogue and won and like the crowd was chanting my name by the end of it. Oh. It was like one of those moments you dream about in front of the mirror. Oh. I mean, in my head it looked like that. I was very drunk. It was probably just two people going, Ed, get off! But I was like, <laughs> they're chanting my name! <laughs> right. What have we got next? We've got the plebs next. Oh, we have. But oh. it's a good one. It's a very it's a good, good one. good pleb. And I don't have to read it out because someone has sent audio. <gasps> 
That's so. a cheeky voice note. Oh, cool. This person is anonymous, but he wanted to share. Is it going to be muffled, his voice? I don't think like so. Like it's on Watchdog or whatever. <laughs> well, he's put on, well, a bit of an accent to disguise it because he's worried about it. Not a racist one. Well, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Let's play this and see what we think. Hello there. Um, a long time listener of the show. I think you, you boys, you lads are unbelievably funny. Thank you. Uh, it's true. My week would be absolutely shit without having the opportunity to, to listen to you boys talk about you know, current affairs like you do. Um, it's not Irish. You know, it's, it's thought-provoking. It's brilliant stuff. I love it. But um, I thought also, now that you do this question, I'd like to stay anonymous. I don't want you to say, I'm not going to see my name now, you know, like... Okay, Brian. That's his name, really. And I was working in London. And I've been holding this secret now for many years. I don't know if you boys remember Gareth Gates, the one with the stutter. Um, he was there on the English pop idol. Now, I swear to God, I was at an event and I was working behind the bar. And I popped out for a fag. And in the back of the venue, like out by the bins, I see Gareth Gates, the one with the stutter. And he was, and without a shadow of a doubt, because it was like a celebrity do, like, you know, with all the pop idol, I think, him. Um, who was he called? The other one with the big chin who ended up winning it. William. I can't think of his name right now. Um, and Emma fucking Bunton was there. You know, like Baby Spice. Yes, Baby Spice. She was there. Anyway, I go out to the bins and you never guess what I see. I see Gareth Gates and Emma Bunton. God, here we go. <laughs> like, probably going at us. And the next thing I know, they see they was coming out there for a fact. Like, and they turned around and they stopped. And they looked all sheepish, you know, like a pair of young ones. Anyway, I thought I was going to go straight to the papers. It's before the smartphone, so if it was now, I would have gotten. I would have gotten on my smartphone. But what? The question I'm asking is, yeah. <laughs> does anybody know about this? Has it ever come out? Did Emma Bunton and Darth Gates were having a little thing? And they was necking by the bins. Necking. I saw it with my own eyes. I swear to God, no. But is that a thing? Did that ever come out? I haven't seen it anywhere. I've Googled it. I can't find anything. So, boys, because you're, you're so knowledgeable knowledgeable about your current affairs... Thank you. Could you tell me more about Thank you very much. Lots of love. Current affairs is a bit of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I see myself as like a Newsnight type person. It is. We're investigative journalists now. She's a journalist, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> She's a journalist. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it a ting? Is <laughs> it a ting? Well, I looked into it and no, it's not. It's never been revealed. So, it's never been revealed? Yeah, thank you. Bleep! For that illuminating story. But what I'm going to do now, because I have worked as a tabloid journalist and still do on occasion, I'm going to try and get this in the paper for our anonymous person. Do it. Get out the front. Get Meghan Markle off the front page. She'll be happy. He told me that this happened in the year 2003. Because they're really current. Really, <laughs> the papers are going to love it. They're going to jump all over it. But I thought, because when he we told me, I was like, why was, why were the papers not interested at the time? And I thought, oh, maybe it's because Emma was with Jade from Damage, because she's been with him for so long. But then I looked on the Wikipedia page, which, as we all know, is 100% accurate, and they were not together in 2003. 
So adding even more credibility to the story, not that I doubt the source at all. And in the Wikipedia page, it told me Emma Bunton was linked with Rio Ferdinand, Justin Timberlake, and someone else who I've forgotten. So she was... Prince Andrew? (laughs) I think she was too old for him there. (laughs) But I was laughing earlier because I was thinking of Gareth Gates trying to get on with her, but like stuttering and her being like, Spit it out. What took you so long? <laughs> Bit of an Emma throwback hit there. How old was Gareth um, Gates then? He must have been like 18. This must have been having sex with Katie Price era. So oh yeah, God. 15, I he went 16. went out with Katie Price. Well, he didn't go out with her. He oh. slept with her when she was pregnant. Heavily, famously. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord. But um, yeah, thank you for giving us that information. And I now want to get it in the papers because then if the papers run it it will be credited to this podcast and we want to get in as much press as possible because um our sasha valer interview got lots of press which was great and it's addictive and now we want more (laughs) 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 no matter what it takes no matter how many 2003 old scandals we have to dig up to get there um so we yeah, get a cease and desist great. from Emma. That was, that was great. Well, we did get an episode taken down off of Spotify because of that parody I did about Meghan Markle. It's up now, though. Is it back up? Yeah, it took more time to process because of that. But they put it but up. I checked it and it was... It's How do they listen to everything? Is someone at Spotify listening to all our podcasts? No, I thought that. But what happens is every piece of music, it's almost like a, um, like a formula. Yeah. So it recognises something that's already registered. And then immediately takes it down without even anyone listening to it. Yeah. So I think the, the it's almost like how police shoot people in America. It's like shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. So they just take it down because it fits in with that algorithm or something. Yeah. But I used a karaoke background. So I didn't think, I didn't use Elton John music in the background. So I didn't think it'd be a problem. Well, to any of our yeah. listeners who exclusively listen on Spotify, apologies if you missed that episode, but we're always on SoundCloud. I know you don't all have iPhones, so you can't always listen on Apple, but we are also on SoundCloud, so there's no excuse to not listen to that. And on Monday, we're going to be doing an episode which is reviewing the Meet the Queens. The new Queens are here. From season 12. So yeah, it was 12, mad. isn't it mad? I know. God, how long do you think the show's got left? We can get into it in the episode. We can. Um, yeah, so we're going to be getting into that on Monday, so don't miss that. And until then, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. bye. The letters featured on The Ed and Charlie Show are not real. Any listeners who thought otherwise should see a GP immediately. The Ed and Charlie Show is affiliated with no one and is likely to die alone and should be kept away from children, those easily offended, and the celebrities featured. Any celebrities wanting to send legal letters, please do not. We do not have the budget.